Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Now you come to church, and this thing will pursue you into the church. Ah, me, I was running away from dynamics. I've now come here, and I'm meeting dynamics again. Now, um, the message on dynamics just deals with um, the movement of God and people towards one another. The movement of God and people towards one another. Love is not an ideal feeling that warms people's emotions without any visible effect. So it's not, love is not a feeling. It's, it's, it's in action. You can, you can see it. So love is an action. You can see it. You can experience it. Love moves people. It moves somebody and um, it moves them to do things. So it's, it's, not, it's not an ideal feeling in the hearts of people. But it's a force that moves people with a sense of urgency to do things in other people's lives. But you may ask, what is the difference between the force of God's love and the dynamics of God's love? The force of God's love deals mainly with the, the agent behind the love, the pull, the, 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 the influence that influences the manifestation of the love. But the dynamics talks more about how the love operates and why it operates. In physics, dynamics is, is, dynamics is a branch of mechanics which deals with the motion of objects under a certain influence. So it will talk about the acceleration. It will talk about things like the direction and the impact of a, of a moving object on another person. So, or another object or thing. So, love has to do with movement of things, movement of people, the way they move, the way they, they, they do their things, and so on and so forth. You know, some of the kings in the, in the Old Testament, there was a time they are just looking for a certain kind of people, a certain kind of person. And I can tell you people, it's not just me looking for people. God is looking for people. God is looking for people. He said, and I sought for a man to stand in the gap. And he said, I found none. I can, can you imagine this? That God is looking for somebody he found none. I'm praying in the last days that when God is looking for somebody, may he discover you. May God find you because it, it's not easy for God to find you. Coming back to the love of God, now, the thing about the dynamics of love is that the love of God is constant. And one of these books I wrote is the constant of love. That God's love is constant. It doesn't change. So if you have any mathematical equation, if you must work a, a, a solution, if you must work an equation and get the answer, there are some things we call the variables, but there is also the constant. The constant does not change. Now, if you don't understand that the love of God for you 
is constant. You will be like a pendulum. You go like this and go like that. Go like this and go like that. Go like this and go like that. And people, any love which is not constant or any love which has no constant in it is fake. Does God get angry with us? Yes. Does God punish us sometimes? Yes. Because if he doesn't get angry with you and doesn't punish you, you are a vagabond. You are not a child. You are a bastard. But if he loves you, the Bible said whom he loves, he chastens. So he will punish you. He will rebuke you. He will deal with you if you do a wrong thing. But does he love us constantly? Yes. You can only accept correction if you are sure and you know that the love somebody has for you is constant. And the fact that the person is disciplining you doesn't mean that he or she hates you. So we accepted punishment. We accepted correction from our parents because we knew that they loved us and that whatever they were doing, they, do, they did it out of love. The Bible said in the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, the verse number 5, it said that, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So that understanding, he will never leave you nor forsake you is important. When we're children, there is a way our parents used to. Now, the way they used to kill us is that they held you like this. How many of Ah, you were not really kidding. No. <laughs> or you forgotten. <laughs> they hold you like this. How many of you remember? Then the other hand. Now they held you because of two reasons. Number one reason is obvious. Number one reason is that they will have to cane you enough. So they hold you so you don't run away. Otherwise, you will run. So they hold you. And then they cane you well, well. When they finish, then they release you. So the first reason is that they held you and they, were, they did the cane. Second reason why they may hold you is that if they don't hold you and they cane you, you may run into a wrong place. Now if you are caning a child, you hold the child. In case there's a fire, the child will not run into the fire. The child will not run into the water. The, the child may run into danger. And sometimes you cane them and finish, you lock them up. Because if you don't lock them up, they'll go to wrong friends. As soon as you cane them, they fall into wrong company. The reason they behave like that is they don't believe that daddy and mommy love them. So when you cane them, they run and they fall into the bush. Now when you see Job say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. What he's saying is that it doesn't matter what happens to me. As long as I am in God's hands and he loves me, no matter the punishment I receive, I will never go astray because I know he loves me. People, that is what keeps you in a home. That is what keeps you in a church. 
That is what keeps you in a marriage. That is what keeps you in a relationship. That is what keeps you in a ministry. And that is what keeps you in your relationship and your fellowship with God. That he will never leave you nor forsake you. And no matter what happens, he's still with you. Look at Solomon's life. Look at the mess. And God says, Solomon, but for your father David, I would have cut you off. But there is something I have with David that doesn't change. And because of that something I have with David, I will continue having mercy on him. I pray that somebody will understand the dynamics of God's love and the constant. Because some of the backsliding we backslide, some of the running away we run away from God is needless. And the devil will always come to you and he's quick to remind you of the wrong things you've done. And the way God is against you. And the way God is going to kill you. And so on and so forth. But the truth is that God loves you. And that love is constant. I'm praying that the Lord will help you to understand it. Now, when you understand the love of God and you flow with him. Fear must, is defeated. Because fear is the opposite of love. Now, many people think that the opposite of love is hatred. But you read the Bible and the Bible tells you that fear is the opposite of love. The Bible said God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. Everybody say, God has not given me the spirit of fear. But of power and of love and a sound mind. Now, what the, what the Bible says, perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. So, as soon as you see somebody say, I'm afraid. The person doesn't love. I don't care how you put it. You don't love. Oh, I fear him. I fear her. I, I, I fear my husband. I fear my wife. I fear my boss. And you know, they pride in the fear. When Adam and Eve fell, the first thing that happened to them was fear. They went and hid and when God appeared, they said, we heard you were coming in the garden. And when we heard you were coming, we were afraid and we hid ourselves. And notice that anytime your love is not enough, the next thing that fills your heart is fear. So God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. There is a scripture I love and it's found in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse number 14 to verse number 16. Let me read the whole thing, then we'll do some job. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit is a better witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. 
Now, I want us to read it together. Everybody start from the verse 14. Shout it for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the sons of God. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby you cry, Abba, Father. Now, whenever you read the Bible, one of the first things you should understand is that this Bible initially was not inspired and written in verses. Translators put the verses there for you to understand. And sometimes you see something in verse 14, but if you want a logical way of thinking, you must read verse 16 before, before verse 14. And this is one of those scriptures which I will turn upside down. Just to let you understand something. Look at the verse number 16. For the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse 15 says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, I want to change this whole thing. I want to start with verse 15, then I go to verse 16, and then I go back to verse 14. That will be, give you a very good understanding. The first thing about walking as a child of God, number one, is the spirit of adoption. Then, now, when you receive the spirit of adoption, you then have the witness within you. And after having the witness within you, you are now led by the spirit. So everybody say adoption. Come on, shout it. Adoption. Come on, say it again. Adoption. And then say witness. And then say walk. So say it again. Adoption. Witness. And then walk. So first of all, you receive the spirit of adoption. That is where it starts. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Listen, sickness is because of fear. Sin is because of fear. A curse is because of fear. Fear is the underlying cause of almost everything you go through in life. If you can conquer fear, you can conquer everything in this world. I pray in the name of Jesus. If perfect love casts out fear... This month, I pray that as we talk about the explosion of the love of God, may every fear leave your heart. And people, stop giving excuses for the fear. We fear God too much. He's going to judge us. He's going to go into hell. He's taking us to hell. Some of you see God as your judge, not your father. But God is your father. He said, you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption. Huyotisia. Huyotisia. Tisia. Huyotisia. That is the spirit of adoption. Now, in other words, Huyotisia is the process of becoming a son. And the son over here is the Huyos. 
So you have received the spirit not to become a technon, not to become a pideon, not to become um, a, a, a preface, not to remain a preface, remain a technon, remain a pideon, but you have received the spirit of adoption. That means you have received the potential to become a full-grown son who is a huios and move into becoming a telios. That is the right realm of perfection. That is what God has made you. So, the potential you receive at the time you got born again is that God wants you to become a full-grown man. Full-grown man. You, he, you didn't get born again to remain a baby forever. You must be a full-grown man. So, they will be in the house of God after a long time and they are still spiritual children. They, they are not growing. So you can't trust them with many things. There are some of the people, competently, academically, they are very good. But emotionally, you can't trust them. You can't trust that emotionally, this person can handle responsibility. You are looking for somebody who can hit the ground and bounce like tennis ball. And you pick it up again. But this person hasn't got that kind of problem. But we have received the spirit of Hyotisia. That, that, that spirit, that potential to become a man. And I'm praying that God can trust you with something. That God can trust you with something. Everybody and what God tells you. It's like Pharaoh standing there and saying, and Joseph telling Pharaoh, let us look for a man who we can put over these whole things. And Pharaoh said, we cannot find somebody who like you because the spirit of the holy god is in you and i'm praying in the name of jesus that god will help somebody you know you may you may be thinking what has love got to do with work and ministry and so on and so forth listen if you love you will work anybody who says i love but doesn't work oh i love my church then they ask you, are you in the choir? No. Are you in the prayer warriors? No. Are you in the technical? No. How do you love the church? I sit down every Sunday. Go and ask a wife who doesn't work. Go and ask a husband whose wife doesn't work, whether the wife loves him. Go and ask a wife whose husband is a lazy man and doesn't work, whether the husband loves her. The answer will be no. So you know what? Proof of your love for God is the fact that you work, you are active, you've got a ministry, you play a role, you've laid down your life for something, you've made the right choices in life, and you have made sacrifices. That is what shows you are in love. Come on, you can clap your hands and praise Jesus. Now, we have not received the spirit of adoption. Sorry, the spirit of bondage, again to fear. But we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Why do they say Abba, Father? Because you see, Abba is the Aramaic form of Father. Abba is in the Aramaic and is Father. Father is Peter. Peter. Peter in the Greek. So Peter and Abba. One of them is Aramaic. The other one is Greek. Why are they using the two? The reason they are using the two is that 
Number one, if you were a slave in the land of Israel, you were not permitted to call God Abba because you were seen as a slave and the Abba at a certain point developed into a proper name of God. So they saw Abba as the proper name of God and if you were a slave, you were not supposed to say Abba. And if you happen to say Abba, you must add Peter to it. So if you said Abba, then you add Peter, which is the, the Greek form of the name, so that at least, you know, it's just like the way normally when Muslims mention the name of Muhammad, they say some other words. It's like Muhammad. Then they say some words which, at, which practically mean, forgive me for just mentioning his name like that. Like when we say in the name of the Lord Jesus, we put the Lord there because you don't want to say Jesus just like that. So they say Abba and then they add the, the Peter. And if you were a Greek speaking Jew, you were also seen as somebody who, who, who is compromised in a certain way. And your Jewness or your, your Jewish identity is, 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 is mixed. And so when you said Abba, then you had to add the Peter. But there is another reason why they said Abba, Father. And that reason is very interesting. When children were growing up, it was easier for them to form the words Abba, like Dada, Daddy, Dada, Mama, Mama, Daddy, Dada, Da. You know, things like that. So, Abba. Then, so that deals with the trust that children have for their father, unquestioning trust. So when somebody says Abba, the person is like a babe. The person deals with God like a babe. You know, we deal with God like children. Look at the blessing of God. I will not be working. Money will be coming. Look at the miracles. God works in mysterious ways. I want to pray. The Lord said, no. You cannot eat with a certificate with which you are not working. I said, ah, but you told me not to use the certificate. He said, yes, it also means you won't eat from it. So this one to know, I said, yes, sir. Huyotisia. The process of becoming a man, the problem of the process of becoming a son with responsibility. You know what? I had to believe that he loves me and he would take care of me. So the certificate, here it is. Dropped. Dropped. Listen to me. If you love God and you also know that he loves you, you will never doubt his ability to take care of you. Because you know what? There is nobody who fails to take care of something he loves. Or somebody he loves. So I turn that one to down. We have received the spirit of adoption. There, we love God, God loves us but he loves us so that he can give us responsibility responsibility upper east believers we have responsibility God is giving us many opportunities they are doing things that will bring benefit to the kingdom of God. So he said, we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba Father. 
Then he now said, the spirit itself bears witness that we are the children of God. Now, so you've received the potential to become a huge. But the spirit does not bear witness that you are a huge of God. The spirit bears witness that you are the children of God. And the word children over there is technon. So the spirit does not immediately come and tell you, hey, you are a man of God. You are, you, are, you are grown. No. The spirit will bear witness with you that you are a technon. And a technon is not a fully grown child of God who is exercising the responsibility. You have the potential to exercise the responsibility, but you are still a technon. In other words, you must take instruction and you must learn. You must take instruction and you must learn. And to take the instruction and learn, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you just have to overcome the fear. You must deal with fear. You, you must overcome fear. The fear of the future. The fear of sickness. The fear of death. The fear of failure. What about if they don't look after me? What about if one day this thing kills me? What about this? What about that? It's a fear you have to overcome. The, the spirit bears witness that you are the technon. So what is the potential is huyotisia. You are going to become a man and responsibility will be put in your hands. But the spirit bearing witness does not tell you you are huyos because you become proud and unteachable. And I have seen many people who God brings into the ministry as technon. And when they come as technon, they don't humble themselves to be taught to become the huyos. They come in with a technon spirit, pardion spirit, breathos, and nepios, and they remain babies and children forever because they don't grow. Anybody who does not listen to the instructor can never grow. You can never grow. Okay. We cannot do. So the spirit bears witness that we are the technon of God. After verse 15, you go to verse 16. Then you now go to the verse 14. This one is written first, but you must analyze it to know that out of the three verses, this one is the last state. Now, this is the potential. Then you move to technon. And as many now as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And the sons over here now is the queers. That is the matured son. The one you can give responsibility. The one you can say take care of a city. The one you can say take care of a, a region. The one you can say take care of a nation. The one you can say take care of a continent. The one God can say, I have given this assignment and this one will fulfill the assignment. I, I pray in Jesus' name. Somebody under the sound of my voice. May you walk in a state of responsibility. May God make you a man. I'm preaching love revolution. It's an assignment. It's a mission. For God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. And the son, when he came into the world, he said, my father worketh hitherto. And I work. And I work. If you say you love, you work. I see your love in the work.
as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the servants of God. You are led and you work. In the name of Jesus, bow down your head. Bow down your head, worship him. Everybody lift up your hand, say this after me. Lord Jesus, I receive the assurance of your love. The fact that you constantly love me and you will never leave me nor forsake me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.